In today's prayer experience, we'll be using the Gospel of Matthew, chapters 21, verses 28 through 32. And we will be using the prayer exercise, Praying Like a Pirate. Acknowledge, relate, receive, and respond. Jesus said to the chief priests and the elders of the people, What is your opinion? A man had two sons. He came to the first and said, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. The son said in reply, I will not. But afterwards he changed his mind and went. The man came to the other son and gave the same order. He said in reply, Yes, sir, but did not go. Which of the two did his father's will? They answered, The first. Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. When John came to you in the way of righteousness, you did not believe him. But tax collectors and prostitutes did. Yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe him. The first step of this prayer is to acknowledge. Jesus begins by asking the chief priests and the elders a question. What is your opinion? And I'd like you just to acknowledge what it's like to have Jesus ask you this question. Sometimes we're not used to giving our opinion. Other times people are very used to giving their opinion. But when Jesus asks this, he's hoping to open them up. He's hoping to open their mind. And so I think it's good really to just Take this opportunity to open our minds to the Lord and to acknowledge that we want to learn something from him right now. When he asks a question, that can cause different feelings within us. Sometimes we may get anxious immediately, like we're taking a test and we have to respond Maybe when you hear him ask, what is your opinion, that may cause an openness in you to really think about, well, what is my opinion? I'd like you just to acknowledge what it's like to have yourself be asked a question, and especially to be asked a question by the Lord. What's your initial feeling? What do you think when he asks you a question? Do you really believe that he's asking you? What is your opinion? And is it okay to give the wrong answer? What we'll learn from this parable is that in being honest with our opinion, he's able to help us to see things differently. And this is about conversion. And so he uses this parable of two sons. Now, immediately when we hear a parable about two sons, it should help us think about our own childhood, or if you're a parent, to think about your children, 
or if you didn't have siblings to think about what it's like for children and other families. Usually when there's two sons, there's a dynamic at play. And we hear in this parable that the two sons respond differently and they also act differently. And so the statement he makes is about working. And so he says to the first son, Son, go out and work in the vineyard today. Now I want you to imagine that he is giving you that command. Go out and work in the vineyard today. What does that word do to you? When you hear the word work, what do you think? Some people love to work. They thrive on it. They can't get enough of it. They don't know what to do if they're not working. Other people have a tendency to kind of shirk off work and try to avoid it. And I want you to think of this especially when it comes to the gospel. That he wants you to be a worker in the vineyard. He gives this command to the first son to go out and work in the vineyard today. And the son replies. And he says something pretty unbelievable. He says, I will not. Acknowledge what that stirs up in you. It's kind of like the parable of the prodigal sons. A lot of times that parable stirs up intense feelings within people. Sometimes people relate to the older brother who does everything right. Some people relate to the younger brother who is the prodigal one. Well, this is a twist in that parable. Because we have the first son who says in reply, I will not. So he's telling the father, I'm not going to go do the work. And I want you to try to relate to that. When you hear that, I will not go and do the work. Does that resonate with you? Is there some part of you that wants to rebel? Is there some part of you that wants to say, no, I don't want to do that thing that you want me to do. Or I don't want to stop doing that thing that you want me to stop doing. I think this is pretty good because that son acknowledges what he's really thinking and feeling to the father. He says to him, I will not. And I think that's important and I think that's good that we speak directly to God because that allows the process of communicating to happen. It allows us to acknowledge and to articulate what it is that we're feeling inside. And something really powerful happens because of this. It says that afterwards he changed his mind and went. So there's a conversion here. There's a changing of his mind. So even though he may be obstinate initially, even though he may not want to go and do the work that his father's asking him to do, 
by the very means of acknowledging that and being honest and admitting that and saying, I will not, it then allows for the freedom to him to reflect on that. Who knows how the father responded? We don't hear about that. But I imagine if this is a father in the image of the prodigal father, maybe the father looked at him with such a heartbroken look, you know, like a look of, oh, I just, I so want you to participate in what I love. And then maybe after spending some time, he came to his senses, kind of like the prodigal son. And he changed his mind. And then he went out and worked. Now, something very radically different happens with the other son. He comes to him and he gives him the same order. And this son says in reply, yes, sir. But he did not go. And there may be times when we say yes to God and we say it in our heads, but we don't really mean it in our hearts. And that can create a conflict. And I think that's why it's so important that when we do this acknowledging that we are authentic and that we're real and that we express what we're thinking and what we're feeling to God, to our Father. Because when we express it and we get it out there, we're then going to have some kind of response from God. So both of these sons are acknowledging what's going on in their hearts, and then they relate it to their father. So the first son, probably deep in his heart, doesn't want to do the work. So he acknowledges that, and then he relates that to his father, and he says, I will not. Now the other son also has stirrings going on in his heart, but it sounds like he doesn't give an authentic answer. It sounds like he just says to the father, yes, sir, he's respectful, he's giving the right answer, but we can tell that deep down in his heart, he doesn't end up doing the father's will. So both of them probably had different stirrings going on in their heart, but one of them responded authentically he responded that he really didn't want to do it i will not and the other son doesn't seem to respond authentically because he says yes sir so maybe he even wants to do it or wants to please the father but he doesn't internally really want to do it because we hear that he doesn't he doesn't go and so when the father asks us of something it's important that we, first of all, acknowledge what we're really feeling inside. Do I want to do his will? Are there reasons that I don't? Is there a part of me that deep down doesn't? Well, the important thing is that then we relate that honestly. And we, we say to God, I'm really having trouble with this. Or I really don't want to go out in the vineyard. Or maybe I'm afraid to go out in the vineyard. Maybe work is exhausting for me. Maybe I feel like I can't do any more in this life. 
And so it's important that we then relate that to him. And we know that once we relate, the crucial moment now is to receive. The God, the Father, wants to speak something to you or show something to you or relate to you in some way. So now that you have acknowledged what's going on internally, when you hear this question, what is your opinion, and then you're given the command, go out and work in the vineyard today, whatever that stirs up in you, relate that now to God. And now try to receive. So whatever you related, whether that was positive, yes, I want to go and work in the vineyard, Or that was negative. No, I don't want to go in the vineyard. You just shared something very honestly with the Father. And now I want you to receive whatever he says to you. And in some way, he's going to love you in the midst of wherever your heart is. So the important thing is now to receive from him. What does he say to you when you tell him, I will go? Or what does he say to you when you tell him, I won't go? Pause now and take some time just to receive from the Father. Now we hear the response of God and Jesus when he says to them, Which of the two did his father's will? And so maybe he's posing that question to you. When will you truly be doing God's will? Is it simply saying yes immediately and then not ending up doing it? Or is it better if you're honest and say, no, I'm struggling, and then end up doing his will? What the chief priests and elders of the people are missing is that Jesus is calling them to conversion. As he speaks to you, chances are he's calling you to conversion. Chances are God's calling us to something greater than we are right now. And so his response is, and what they receive him saying is, Jesus said to them, Amen, I say to you, tax collectors and prostitutes are entering the kingdom of God before you. What does that stir in you? That there's people who are really sinful in this world and yet they're entering the kingdom of God before you? Why is that? Well, it's ultimately because of repentance. It's being to... It's being able to admit that we have sinned. It's being able to admit that I didn't want to work or I didn't want to do God's will. 
And this really is a time now for you to really allow yourself to have a conversion. To realize that God is asking something great of you. And you have the opportunity to respond to that. He then goes on to talk about John the Baptist coming in the way of righteousness and giving us, showing us the way of working in the vineyard and giving ourselves totally to God. And he says, but you didn't believe him. But again, tax collectors and prostitutes did. And so we have this constant witness of people who encounter Jesus, who are sinful, who are wayward, who are not willing to work in the vineyard and maybe have obstinately shown that in their lives. But he says this final line, yet even when you saw that, you did not later change your minds and believe in him. And so that's what conversion ultimately means is changing our minds and believing in him. So it's realizing that we have this loving father who's inviting us to work in his kingdom. And we have this opportunity now just to acknowledge if there's ever a time that we haven't done that, or maybe even right now are not doing that. And maybe there's even a part of us that doesn't want to do his will. Well, this can be the opportunity. This can be the time to change your mind. This can be the time to believe in him. So how will you respond now when he asks, what is your opinion? Take some time now to acknowledge, relate, receive, and respond. <laughs> 